Happy Saturday, everybody, and welcome to another handsome episode of your favorite Mad Men podcast, Made Man, where today I just finished watching episode two of season seven, A Day's Work. But before we get any further, why don't we hear from today's sponsor? Oh, what a wonderful sponsor this was. Now, this episode, A Day's Work. I believe the episode took place all in one day, all on Valentine's Day. And it opens up with our favorite Valentine, all alone in bed, Mr. Donald Draper. His alarm goes off. And, um, you know, now that I think about it, it really wasn't uh, one morning, right? This couldn't have been all in one day. This had to be two days, right? Yeah, there's no way this all took place in one day. It took place... Okay, okay. The The main part of it took place in one day. The beginning took place kind of like in a half a day. Really, it was just Don Draper waking up at noon. His his alarm clock went off, but his alarm was actually set for 1234. Was it 1234 or something like that? I feel like that's a number I see all the time on clocks, 1234. So it's like... If he didn't set his alarm, would he sleep all day? Megan's off in California. He's on leave from from the company. And he's just kind of like doing nothing. He stays in his his t-shirt most of the day. He he looks through trade magazines looking at advertisements. He he drinks and he's marking his bottle to see where how much he's drinking. He's watching the little rascals. But then at one point he gets all done up, cleans up the house. Gets a suit and tie on just so when he gets a knock on the door, he lets in Don, his secretary, the other Don. And she was so she is still assigned to him because he's technically still an employee. So she answers his calls. She uh, gets his mails, his correspondence. But it looks like she's also getting him information and that she's getting um He's trying to give her a little money. She doesn't want to take it, but he's 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 basically pushing it on her, saying thank you because she's she's doing a little extra out of the kindness of her heart because she feels comfortable doing because she likes Don. She's getting her him information on just different clients, different um, people in the office, different accounts, and um, it's like it's nice to see that he still kind of he still has an interest he still has a leg in the game that's not a saying is it i don't know but <clears throat> she he gets all done up turns his tv off answers the door talks to her for a few minutes she leaves and he's like oh, okay that's it loosens his tie puts the tv back on back to doing nothing again because he has nothing nothing to do um but his daughter on the other hand she has something to do because i don't know that's a weird thing to say she has something to do because her friend's mother died uh, that's right. Um, I'm not sure if this is the girl that we saw when she first visited the house. I don't think we've ever seen this girl's... I don't think we've ever seen um, Sally's roommate, have we? I don't think so. So, um, Sally's hanging out with some girls from school. <clears throat> what are they doing? They, they, they're trying to be cool, so they're smoking. And um, they're talking about their friend's mother who died and they have to go to the funeral and blah 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 and they and sally had a great line because the girl was like she doesn't have to come back to work till easter and um she's like i'd stay here till 1975 if i could put betty in the ground which was callous because that's her mother but just 
I loved it because I love Sally. I love the um, independent young woman she's become. Like, she's really, you know, Bobby's this cute little kid. Um, And at one point, Sally was just a little kid too. But she's really a full character. Um, And you see a lot of that in this episode. And you see the disdain she has for her father. Excuse me. But you also see the sympathy and love she has for her father. And it all kind of comes through in this episode. Uh, you see sometimes she's still, you know, when she's with her friends, she feels like, um, not a grown-up, but she feels more mature. Um, she tries to act more mature in front of them, smoking and all this stuff. When she's with her dad, you see her feeling a little more vulnerable, but but bolder. Uh, and when you when she goes into the office later, that's where she feels like a little kid to me. Um, so really, like this is the 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 day before Valentine's Day, and um, we we cut over to Pete, and Pete is with his realtor woman that he's been having a relationship with out in the out in the left coast. They're in the office. Um, Pete's all excited because he gets some kind of client. And it's something to do with GM, but it's like it's not directly related to um, Chevy in Detroit, but it is somehow related. I don't know. I, I, I followed it only so much as I could. Me, not all that smart. Um, but he's with his his realtor girlfriend in there, and they're kissy, 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 and you know, doing more than kissy, kissy, kissy. Ted walks in, and he actually, you know, they, they try to be quiet, but he says, hi, Bonnie. Like, he knows she's there. Uh, so it was kind of a funny little moment uh, in the L.A. office. That was really that was really it for the night for February 13th, I'll say, because the next day, February 14th, uh, is Valentine's Day. Now, we didn't know it was Valentine's Day. Nobody knew it was Valentine's Day, and Peggy didn't know it was Valentine's Day. So uh, they get in the elevator, and... Um, Peggy makes a comment about, you know, can you get this stuff for me, um, as soon as possible and stands like, you know, I can, it's Friday. I can get it for you Monday. She's like, well, why don't you, I'm going out tonight. She goes, well, why don't you do it? And then you can go out all weekend. And, um, stands like, oh, she's going to find out eventually. And she's like, what? You can invite me. What is this? So she thinks they have plans, but, um, nope, it's Valentine's day. And, um, Ginsburg says some real crass comment, but that's kind of the relationship the three of them have. I think that, you know, they can kind of say these things to her and she can deal with it uh, or she can, she understands, I don't know, she, she lets them, she has this relationship with them. But they go into the office and um, Peggy sees these flowers on her secretary's desk. And this is like that um, uh, Three's Company sitcom thing where there's a misunderstanding and um oh well why didn't you say anything well i didn't get a chance to say anything i've never been in a real life situation where someone thinks something's happening and i go uh and the person goes no no there's no time for that and they're like well i uh, uh, uh," that's still very much to me a television only thing and as much as it works in this episode i was like ah man i don't need i need i don't need to see that misunderstanding stuff i'm glad when it finally I hate misunderstandings, and I'm glad when it finally was cleared, clarified, clarified. Is that? But anyway, uh, it was funny because she thinks the flowers. Peggy thinks the flower. These dozen roses are for her, a bouquet of roses. Stan says some funny lines like, "I didn't think your cat had the money," and um, 
he said some other line that was pretty funny. I forget what it was. But she's all excited about these flowers, and her secretary's like, um, oh, uh, uh, uh. And um, she's like annoyed because she thinks Ted sent the flowers. So she's like, you need to tell Ted. You need to, or I'm going to get Ted on the line. And the secretary's like, okay. She calls Ted's secretary and says, you know, just to let him know, I got the information on the account and, and I'm not interested, blah, blah, blah. She's trying to use all these um, all these pseudonyms about too bad you've lost the account. Now, later on, Ted makes a line like, you know, they didn't mention which account Peggy lost. So Ted has no idea what they're talking about because, again, the flowers didn't come from Ted. Um, and I just thought that was uh, a funny little thing. Uh, Don, um, we get a moment with uh, Lou. I have to get used to his name. Lou and um, and Roger. Now they're talking to each other. Now Lou and uh, Don and Roger would have much more of a repet, repet, repartee. Is that something where they talk to each other? Lou doesn't have it as much. Like so, Roger says that a woman says a real anti-Semitic comment to him. Uh, he's like, maybe it's the hat, which, again, is also kind of an anti-Semitic, like, stereotypical um, comment, saying maybe the hat made this person think I was Jewish. And Lou was like, uh, he either said weird things happen to you or interesting things happen to you. But that was it. He was, like, not really into playing. Um, over in the... Uh, oh, anyway, back to Sally. She did go. Uh, they all went to the funeral. But what they did was they went to the funeral. Then they bailed early to go shopping. Um, now, they knew they had time, so they didn't care. They, they could lie to the, uh, the, the school and just say they were at the funeral. But Sally lost her purse. So this is where Sally decides, got, I've got, like, don't worry about the money. She goes, I have my, um, my address book is in there. Like, all my addresses are in there, which is just funny that, you know, if I lost my wallet, I'm thinking there's my debit cards, there's license, there's credit cards, there's my work ID, there's my train pass, there's all these things that I have to make phone calls on and cancel this and re-up this, and it would be a major, major pain in the buttocks. But for a kid, she's like, I lost my purse, and I'm like, oh no, my address book is in there. Oh, that's it? But as a kid, you think that's like the most important thing, and I've lost my wallet before. It's not fun. Burp. So she heads off from the uh, from the train to go back into the city. She figured she left it at the store, um, but we'll get there. We'll get there in a bit. We get a moment uh, with Don, and I don't know the secretary's name, but it's the one with the flowers. Um, and they're talking, talking. This is Don, the secretary, and uh, Peggy's secretary. Now, these are both black women, so they probably are like you know we we gotta stick together like you know they 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 are they talk to each other and um they could probably relate to each other i don't know um but they just talked about the flowers and dawn was all funny about it she's like well it was an honest mistake why didn't you say anything i tried to i didn't get a chance you didn't get a chance you know honest mistake that her flowers now which i thought was pretty funny dawn just seems like a nice just like a just like a sweetheart like she's so positive or at least she puts on that at work but she seems um genuinely sincere we do see don don's taking a lunch now this is a weird one it's kind of nothing comes of this but it does plant a seed that don is plant taking a lunch with a guy from a different firm he says he's just there for social but really why would he do that he's like oh, i never do this Another guy comes up and says, oh, what are you doing here? And they're both talking about 
uh, you know, hey, there's always a spot for you with us. And Rod and Don's like, I have a job. The guy that he had lunch with is like, you know, the word is that you said the wrong things and you you cried or whatever. And, you know, they, they asked you to leave. And Don's like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So obviously somebody talked about what they saw, whether it was Hershey. And they talked about it at the new place. Uh, but word is out about Don Draper. And Don's like, look, I have a job. I have a not complete non-compete so i mean you know i'm not here looking for work but he did take the lunch which i thought was interesting um back at the office at the same lunchtime sally walks in i'm like oh no sally walking into things really really uh been trouble for don whether she's walking into the lady doctor's office uh apartment um or walking into sterling cooper and partners because she wanders into what she assumes is Don's office and is like, what the hell is this? Who are you? He's like, I'm Mr. Avery or whatever his name is. I don't know what his name is. And uh, <clears throat> she's like, where's my dad? Who's your dad? Uh, Donald Draper? He's like, oh, um, he's not here. Oh, is he at lunch? And he's, I'm not sure what to tell you. He's probably at home. Um, you should probably call him there. And she's like, what? And she's like, is Joan here? Yeah, maybe go talk to Joan. Now, this guy, Lou, took that and got so angry that his secretary wasn't there to answer for this and was so angry that he had to deal with this. So this tells me that this Lou guy is a piece of shit. Right there, boom, over with. Piece of shit. You are, you are dead to me. When, 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 when Duck got rid of his dog, nothing. He could never come back. Never come back from that. To, to me, the way this guy is in this episode... Now, he seems very laid back and very traditional and very fatherly. Nope, piece of shit, dead to me. I don't care. This is the last season anyway. Uh, he's never going to come back and, 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 make, and, and make me like him. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, the flower thing, let's just, do, let's just get the whole flower thing out of the way. So Peggy is like, um, you know, uh, you... She's like, you know what? I want you to have the flowers. She says to her secretary. Her secretary is the one who, who was her flowers in the first place. And the secretary's all happy. She's, Peggy's all pissed off at Ted about the flowers. Then later, she sees the flowers again, gets annoyed, and says, you know what? I think we should just throw these flowers away once and for all. And um, the girl's like, wait. And she tells the truth. These are my flowers. And, um, you know, they these are my flowers. And um, I... Um, my fiance sent them to me and then Peggy got all pissed at her. Why didn't you say anything? I tried to, we see you have a ring on your finger. You don't have to rub it in our face. You're embarrassing to me. And she t storms off. Then later she goes to Peggy's office and says, I need my, um, I need a new person on my desk. And John's like, why? And, um, so wait, actually I'm, I'm a little out of, out of, um, out of order here. So we'll get there. But, um, Lou calls Don into her into her office, into his office, and he calls Joan in uh, because Joan and Don, Joan and Don, the secretary, I, f I forget how it was, but Joan came up to say something to Don, um, and oh, no, wait, okay, 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 I'm 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 all over the place, but we'll get there, we'll get there, um. We'll, we'll, let's go back to Sally. Sally ends up going to Don's apartment. Don comes home and sees Sally's there. And she's like, what are you doing here? 
She goes, I was looking for you. I, I went to a funeral. I lost my purse. Um, where were you? And Don's like, I was at work. She goes, oh, even though she knows he wasn't. At the same time, back at the office, Don comes back from her lunch break. And Lou starts yelling at her that, where the hell were you? I got a call from Draper's daughter. And I have to deal with this. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to call him. He's like, you need to call him? You know, he's like, what about me? Make, again, you're dead to me, buddy. Um, so she gets on the phone, calls Don, and says, your daughter was here. Don's talking to her while Sally's there. He's like, oh, okay. So it was one of those things where he knew that Sally knew that he wasn't in the office and that he's not, he doesn't have his office anymore. And Sally knows, but they don't, but Sally doesn't know that Don knows. Um, so it's one of those things again that's like, okay, how's Don going to play this? Um, now in the office, Lou yells at her, calls Joan in. Joan's like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, uh, Sally, dead. Sally um, came by. And Lou calls him in the office and says, um, I need a change. I need you to be somewhere else. Now, I know we can't fire her. He said, I think he's saying that because she's black and he's, he's, he's being an asshole. Um, he's like, I know we can't fire her, so just you know, get something else for me. And um, she's like, you weren't there. And she said, wait a second. Dawn sticks up for herself, and I loved it. She goes, I, was, I skipped my lunch break to get your wife a perfume for her birthday. Uh, if you did it 10 days ago, like I told you, then uh, if you know if you knew, remember 10 days ago when I reminded you, when I told you, I would have been at my desk. She goes, apparently I could say anything I want. I'm not going to get fired, which was awesome. But this ended up like starting this rotating receptionist kind of thing that happened in this episode. So um, Joan has to deal with these things, right? So she takes the girl from the front desk and she that's the, the kind of the ditzy one. It says, hi, we need to change desks. You're going to go out where I work now. Uh, so this girl's taking over for Dawn, and Dawn is going to be at the front desk. And I thought nothing of it until Dawn's at the front desk doing reception, and Bert Cooper walks out. Now, this is terrible and hilarious at the same time. It reminded me of the old Simpsons um, meme or gif that you'd see from an old simpsons episode where grandpa simpson walks into a strip bar sees that bart is working the front desk and turns around and one without even moving and, and leaves the strip bar takes his hat off turns around puts his hat back on and leaves um it, it's a that's a classic moment in the simpsons and that's kind of what this was here so i i think bert was leaving and he looks over and he right he was leaving and he looks and he sees Don at the receptions and he smiles and you can see something is in his head like uh, what what and he turns around and goes right back into the office and at that moment I thought oh I thought I thought two things <clears throat> number one Joan was like oh you don't you don't want her working the desk then we'll put her at the front desk see how you like that because she knows these guys are all jerky racists uh, or they, they would um, have an issue with it. And Bert went right to her office and goes, I noticed that Don was working. Uh, we had a change of, at the front desk reception. She's like, yes. He goes, well, um, I don't you think we should um, uh, maybe make a different switch? Because people, uh, people could see her from the elevator. I'm like, are you kidding me? So he's literally saying, we have a black girl working the front desk. Someone could see her. And Joan was like, Oh, what's what's the problem? Oh, you don't want you don't want anyone to you, you you're not 
changing up because of the color of her skin. Oh, never. I would never say that. So what are you, um, what are you suggesting? I'm requesting. That's my Burt Cooper. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, and so I don't know. Oh, no, we do see a change. Um, then Peggy comes in and complains about her secretary. Joan loses her shit. Excuse my language. Joan loses her mind because, you know, she's got she's got to deal with these different secretaries and all these people complaining and Peggy's complaining for no reason. So Joan's like, why don't you fire her? I can't fire her. She can't say, I can't fire her because it's my fault and I'm embarrassing and I'm embarrassed like a child. Um, I don't know how it, how it ended up changing, but the end of the story, as far as for me, is, um, so, um, oh my God, Jim. Jim, right? I, I've been calling him Harry Hamlin, but he, I have IMDb pulled up right here. Why don't I just say that Mr. Harry Hamlin, Jim Cutler, I almost said Jim Cutter, so which was close. So, um, Jim comes in to talk about something else. Joan snaps at him and he goes, you know, I realize you have two jobs, don't you? Um, so you do accounts, but you also deal with all, all the, um, the personnel. And he's like, you know, there's an office upstairs if you're up for it. So he's basically saying you shouldn't be doing this job anymore. You should be doing accounts. And how do, so how does that end? Well, she going upstairs with the flowers and she sees Roger. Roger's like, oh, would he get rid of those flowers so quickly? Oh, they're from my son. Thank you, Roger. Roger sent them from Kevin. And um, she, he's like, well, what are you doing up here? She goes, I'm taking them into my new office. He's like, you're going to be up here? If that's not a problem, he's like, oh, well, I guess not. Or he, I don't think he loved the idea of having her so close, but she got around. He goes, I do have accounts now. And what does that mean? That means Dawn gets her old office. So she goes into the office, hangs her purse up. They don't say anything. She hangs her purse up, sits at the desk. The phone's ringing. She gets this big grin on her face. So I think she is taking over for John, for Joan's office. I think. That's my guess. Um, that's really the end of that story. The Peggy story, the Dawn story, the, the, the receptionist, the secretaries. Um, but the whole thing with with um, with Sally and Don, that's not over with yet. So Don was in the apartment when he knows that Sally knows. Um, and um, he said, you know, I'll, I'll drive you back to school. So they get in the car. But before we do that, let's jump back to California. Not a ton going on here, except that Pete is frustrated. He's frustrated with this job because he's on a conference call, and the conference calls don't work all that great. The, the technology isn't as good as it is now. Um, and uh, he's, so he's on this conference call, and they're talking about the, the, new, um, the new client that he's all excited about that has to deal with Chevy. But they're like, we need to run it by Chevy, and Pete's like, we shouldn't have to do that. And, and Jim uh, Cutler's like, yes, we do. And Roger was on Pete's side. Uh, and then Jim and Roger, Jim was like, I don't think we should be fighting about this. I thought this was a common sense. Um, and meanwhile, back in California, Pete is fighting for something. Uh, Jim, um, Ted is like, don't even bother. Don't even worry about it. They're just, they, um, the, the long story short, short is Roger seemed to end up agreeing with Jim Cutler ends up calling Pete separately to tell him, look, it's, you, this is how we're doing it. We're running through this, and we got to get Detroit on board, which means we got to get Bob on board. I think Pete just doesn't want to see Bob, I'm guessing, because it reminds him 
of his mother, and it also reminds him of the fact that Bob pretty much propositioned him. Um, that's what I guess. That's what I get out of it. He um, later goes and sees his his realtor girlfriend. He wants to sex her right in the open house she's about to do. She actually has some some interesting words about you know what she has to deal with, and Pete's like, it's completely different. She says, why is it different? You know, we we we're, I'm in sales as well, and um, the only difference is. The thing is, is that um, our life is in the hands of other people. Our, our, our fate is in other people's hands. Sometimes we have to take it or something like that. Um, and it ends up Pete going into Ted's office complaining like, what am I even doing? We have two offices here. What, what am I trying to do? Like, am I trying to work up so that I can get your office someday? Ted's like, you can have my office. And Pete's like, that's not the point. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Just pretend... Because we're not speaking anymore. Just pretend from this point on, just pretend I'm in, in New York. Pete is just really frustrated, I think, with the fact that he had this, what he thinks is a, is a big whale. And it's being, snatched from New, it's being snatched out from under him, being shared with Bob. And he's like, you know, what's the point? I, do, I bring in something great and New York's going to take the credit. And Ted's like, just cash your checks, man. We're all going to die someday. Um I thought that was kind of a, a good thing. You know, Pete, that's why Ted's out there to be with his family and work his job uh, and get away from Peggy. Peggy thinks that she can't. The, the worst is Peggy thinks he can't stop thinking about me with these flowers. Uh, no. Sorry, Peggy. I think that's the end of Pete's story. Like, there was another moment with, with Roger and, and uh, Jim Cutler in the elevator at the end of the day and he's like oh we'll have to have that conference call on monday roger's like no no i called pete i got him uh around to what how we were thinking i changed his mind he's like oh that's good i'd hate to think there were adversaries roger i'd really hate that and i thought wait he's not coming on to him is he and then i thought is he kind of subtly threatening him which i liked more i thought that oh maybe he is because he has this very dismissive very proper specific way of talking but i like the way he does it he talks like this and it comes off very um you know uh no no frills just one two three four and i just i don't know i thought that was uh i like i like him i like his delivery i like everything he has to say he just seems so stylish i don't know what else to say about jim cutler very stylish um jeez I think that's the end of that story. So why don't we go over to our main man, uh, Don Draper. Uh, you know, where we last left, Don and Sally are heading back to school. And um, Sally doesn't want to really talk to him. and um, But it comes out that he says, um, you know, I know you're at my office. Why don't you tell me? She's like, I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to tell you anything. He goes, I, I wish you would. Or um, She goes, why weren't you there? And he said, I, I, he didn't want to say anything at first. He's like, it's complicated. And she's like, let me off. And he goes, just stop. I'm not going to stop the guy. She goes, just stop talking. He says, I'm going to go get gas. Next thing you know, they're in a diner. And he's eating something. And she's not eating. She doesn't want to eat. Um, but it really, you could kind of see things thaw right here with them. So Don tells the truth. He goes, um, you know, I know you're at my, I forget exactly where he said, I know you're at my office, but he says to her, I like to say, huh? He says to her, um, 
I know, um, you know, I said some things that I shouldn't have said at the wrong time. I got the wrong people angry. And um, they asked me to take a leave. And she says, what did you say? I, he goes, I told the truth about myself. What did you say? Nothing you don't already know. Boom, boom, boom. He talked about the whorehouse. He talked about that. That was the story he told, being an orphan. And um, when he says to her, nothing you don't already know, that to me, one line is huge because it tells me that at the end of that that last episode, um, was at the season finale of, of Six, when he takes the kids to see the house he grew up in, he told them. I don't know if he told them everything. I don't, know, I don't think they know Dick Whitman. I still don't think that. But he did tell them about his upbringing. So I thought that was great. I thought that was just like, oh, they, he did open up to her. Um, and Sally, I forget, this was in the car. Uh, she said, you know how hard it was me, how hard it was for me to go to your apartment? What if I ran into her? What if I got in the elevator and I saw her and I had to sit in the elevator with her and smell her hairspray. So that smell is distinct enough that it, she can still think about it. She went into her apartment. She could smell that woman's hairspray. And, of course, her sweaty father uh, mounted on top of her. Uh, there was that as well. And I think about, you know, there's certain smells. Like, there's a smell that I don't, I couldn't say it right now. I couldn't remember exactly what it is. But it reminds me of, like, when I first started dating my wife. It might have been, like, a perfume or something. But very specific and I remember smelling it years later and like going whoa and then um, Aquanet I don't remember exactly how it smells but I do remember being a little kid and my mother spraying the hell out of that stuff I'm sure she like made a small tiny hole in the ozone layer right above our house and her perm was um, at the time she doesn't have a perm now you know thank god um, but at the time her perm was like this like I think it could stop bullets I, I don't know this for a fact but I think she sprayed enough Aquanet that it was like wearing a bulletproof, fluffy helmet on your head. I think I don't know, but I, I'm 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 going off on a tangent. The point is, is that that smell stuck with Sally and makes her think of this woman. It makes her think uh, think of these things. Um, and Don's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. Uh, in the diner, they talked a little more. You know, he opened up to her, and she's like, What What are you doing? And he's like, Um. Like, I'm trying to do some work. She goes, why don't you go see Megan? He goes, well, I'm trying to make things, I'm trying to fix things here. Um, and she's like, how? He's like, I don't know. She's like, why don't you just tell Megan you don't want to live in, in California? And then she went off to get a phone call, to um, to make a phone call and get a Coke to tell her friends where she, where she is. Um, she talked to her friends for a few seconds on the phone, really not much, um, like, nothing important, I think, but she didn't, care about being with them like she kind of got off the phone with them um went back and her dad ordered her a patty melt she didn't want to eat she didn't want to eat then she ate i think because he opened up to her she she kind of uh you know thought out a little bit on him um but the when she says why don't you just tell megan you don't want to live in california and then goes off to the phone he kind of has this look in his face like you know, this kid, she knows what the hell she's talking about. So they get in the car um, to go home and they get to, they pull up to the uh, the school and he's like, do you need a note? She goes, no, I have everything I need. And she gets out of the car 
She turns to him and says, Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. And goes off to, to work. And his look is like, after everything I've done, my daughter still tells me she loves me. You could just see that he was like, it was like, it felt awesome, but he also felt like he doesn't deserve it. Earlier in this episode, whether she was talking just to sound cool, Sally said she would she would stay at school for years if she if she could guarantee that if she could get Betty in the ground. She talked about killing off her mother. Her father, who um, they got divorced and who um, probably cheated on her mother, definitely cheated on her stepmother and has been like distant from her. Um, left the family early on. Remember, she was, you know, he was in the apartment while, while they were still living back at the old Draper residence. After all this, she still says to him, Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. Um, that says how much she cares about her dad. And um, I, I said it for years. I love the Sally-Don relationship. Um, sometimes it's just, it's, it's friendly. Sometimes it's... Um, can, Temptuous? Is that the word? Sometimes it's, you know, they're fighting. Uh, but any, either way, I love it. And um, did I do it? Am I done? I think I did it. I think this is the end of the episode. Um, yeah, let's see. So uh, Joan got flowers, got annoyed by the, the receptionist carousel, um, and ended up getting her own uh, office. Don, um, was helping Don Draper. She uh, was helping Lou with his wife. She wasn't there for one thing. Lou got all pissy because Lou's a jerk. And she ended up getting moved to reception where racist Bert said, oh, maybe we could move her. And Joan's like, fine, I'm going upstairs. She's taking my job. That's how I think I got out of it. Um, uh, Peggy really just lived the sitcom life today where she thought flowers were hers and they weren't. She put her foot in her mouth with Ted, with, uh, but Ted had no idea. And her secretary got all pissed at her. So she's off at some other desk, I think. Um, my guess is she's going to take over for Don, uh, um, for, for Lou. And the, that blonde is going right back to the receptionist. That to front desk. That's my guess. Um, what else? Lou's a jerk. Did I say that already? Pete's frustrated with his, he's got his realtor uh, girlfriend he he's getting clients, but he is not getting the respect or the admiration or the credit he thinks he deserves because he's Pete. And Ted just going through the motions. He has no idea what the hell Peggy's angry about or what Peggy was talking about. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Don Draper, you know, still trying to do work, um, still keeping up on things, taking lunches. Interesting. But just trying to get his face out there, I suppose. Uh, and him and Sally had a moment, you know. It wasn't planned. Um, but sometimes that's how things happen. That's how the, 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 the relationships or, or moments in your life, um, you know, big moments come up. Not planned, just because life made it happen that way. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think we did it. Friends. Family, yeah, I guess a family listening. I want to tell you a little bit about my website, fansnotexperts.com. There's been an awakening. And by that, I mean I've redesigned the website. Uh, and by that, I mean for years. Now, this is for website nerds only. 
I used a service called WordPress, which is a blogging tool that you can use to maintain the content of your website. Um, and then I moved it to Blogger, which is the uh, Google's free version, free blog tool. Um, all I did was pay for the web address. But I used that for years, for years. And, but I'm a WordPress nerd, and I like playing with WordPress, and I figured why not move everything back there. So I did that the other day. So if you go to fansnotexperts.com, you'll see a new website. Um, if you've ever been there before, then you, you'll notice it looks a little different. Uh, the logo's a new color. Um, the uh, website's a new color. The things just look a little different. And you may notice that things, some things look broken because, again, this just kind of happened within the last couple of days. So I'm, I'm building and rebuilding and fixing as we go along. Um, so I hope you uh, check it out. I hope you enjoy it. That's fansnotexperts.com. The website for us specifically is fansnotexperts.com slash man. You could also find me on Twitter at mademanpod um, and at geekmentality. And if you're on Instagram, check out geekmentality on Instagram. That's my Instagram account. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think we're done. So, until next weekend, I want to thank you. Thank you for coming along with me on this journey. This journey of seven seasons. We're here. We're near the end. It's happening. Can you believe it? I told someone on Twitter the other day, I said, you know what? The last episode of Made of Mad Men is not the last episode of Made Man, and that is a fact. Now, he is only, I think, all the way back on, like, season two, so it's going to be quite some time uh, until uh, he uh, is heard from again, but someday, um, oh, my God, I lost the tweet. I was all excited to talk about um, uh, the tweet. Oh, you know what? I'll find it. I'll find it right now. Um, Joe Tuttle on Twitter. He is. He just um, finished season two of the podcast. So I'm on. This is season seven. So weeks from now, months from now, I don't know. Joe, what's up? Thanks for tweeting. Hopefully Brady's back. All right. Oh, I lost. I went back to my regular voice. Wait. Okay. Now I'm back. I want to thank you for coming along with me in this journey. This journey, as I am really close to doing it. Strive to become a made man. Nah. Fans not experts.